where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. There is a truth that every Christian should thoroughly understand concerning the devil, and that is if you give him an inch, he will take a mile. Ephesians 4.27 says, Neither give place to the devil. Join Kim of Woman at the Well Ministries for her message on truth, a Christian's weapon against the devil, in part one of this podcast series about the many ways that Christians, knowingly and unknowingly, open the door for the devil to have a place in their lives. Come alongside Kim on this journey through the scriptures as she continues to remind us that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. But we must choose Jesus and walk in his truth. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. It is a truth that we often take for granted or perhaps just ignore. And that is if we give any place to the devil in our lives in our mind, in our hearts, in our families, in our way of being, he's going to tear that door down and come charging in like a raging bull. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Peter is telling us that he is a formidable foe. But we're also told in 1 John that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So we don't need to fear the devil getting a victory over us. But we need to be consciously aware that we are daily in a fight. To the point that the Apostle Paul in Ephesians in chapter 6 gave us an entire charge of how to put the armor of God upon us so that we can deal with the principalities of the world. The devil understands where you park your goat, people. He knows how to get at you at the thing that is going to allure you or attract you. He knows how to frustrate you. He has so many people working for him that he can stick all kinds of different situations in your path. But if you realize what is going on and that the devil is attacking you, then you can employ all that God has given you, including the strategy that little David did when he said, the battle's not mine, it belongs to the Lord. But the problem is so many of us walk around almost as if we have our heads in the sand and we're not even fully recognizing that we are in a battle. 
We're not recognizing the devil for who he is. Now, this isn't a time that I want to give the devil any glory. The devil is powerless unless I give him the power in my life. But I think that we as Christians need to take a moment in time and to reflect upon what it is that we're doing that is allowing the devil to have a place in our life. And over the next few weeks, as we talk about this series on how we knowingly and unknowingly invite the devil into our lives, then I think we're going to have an opportunity to say, hey, no more. And we can shut some doors that we are unwittingly letting him in. And one of the ones that we often do is that we simply don't understand the truth. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto the man, but the end thereof is destruction. The Bible says that for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So if we continue to do the things of the world, then the things of the world are going to result in death of our soul, in a sinful, wicked life, in a spiritual situation where we are separated from the Lord, not from his love, because Romans is exclusively clear that nothing will separate us from the love of God. So we find ourselves in a battle as the devil is walking about as a roaring lion, and we are able to be equipped, but we must choose Jesus and to walk in the truth. The Bible says in John chapter 14 and verse 6, this is Jesus speaking. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. So as we begin to look at our first way of padlocking the door so that the devil cannot have an avenue into our life, the first thing that we want to look at is what is our truth? The truth is that Jesus is the truth. That means that his commandments are the way that we are to live. That means that his way is higher than our way, and his way is the correct way, and I submit to you that his way is the only way. But so often, we don't realize the truth, or we doctor it up. We weaken it. We water it down. He said, thou shalt have no other gods before me. That is a truth. Yet we often put many things in front of him. And I'm sure in a subsequent podcast, we'll talk about the many idols that we put in front of us. But as we begin to look at truth and what truth really means, it means that the word of God is the final authority. The word of God is the only authority. That Jesus himself is king of kings and lord of lords. And there isn't any other way but through Jesus, God's son. And as we begin to think about how the devil walks about, and how he gets into our lives because we don't recognize the truth, that means we need to realize that we need to know what is false. 
The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15 that we're to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly diverting, dividing the word of truth. That means that we need to understand the scriptures so that we know what the truth is, so that we understand what God really said, so that we get an understanding of God's plan for our lives. We also need to understand the word of God so that we can rightly apply it in the appropriate places. It is a tool that is continually giving us victory. But if we don't use the tool, it's of no use. If you need to hammer a nail into your wall and you have a hammer in your hand, but you never raise the hammer to strike the nail head, that nail's not getting in that wall. And it's no fault of the hammer because the hammer would gladly do the work you used it to do. It's easily suited for that. But you have to choose to pick the hammer up and to drive the nail in. We as Christians have the word of God at our disposal. We have the Holy Spirit that indwells us, that teaches us, instructs us, that guides us and comforts us. But we must listen to the Holy Spirit. We must apply the words of God through his holy word into our lives and into all situations for us to be able to walk in the center of God's will, to be in the place where his blessings will come out, where the place where God will give us what we need so that we have the strength he has promised and the provisions that he provides. But again, we must be in a place where we can receive them. And so when we begin to think about truth, that means we need to understand what isn't truth. And that would be something that is a lie. That would be something that is deceitful. And in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 25, we are told this, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. And that reminds me of the community of fellowship that we have in our churches and in the family of God. We need to speak the truth. Sometimes the truth is hard to hear. But when we speak the truth in love, with a heart that is wanting others to come closer to the Lord, not using the Bible as a weapon or as some thing to beat somebody with, but someone to lift them up, to educate them, to give them an understanding of what God says when he said, be you holy for I am holy. See, the Bible is a tool that we can use to help others get closer to Jesus, or some of us are using it as a ball bat to beat people over the head. And I promise you, the ball bat is not the approach that's going to draw them into the love of God. At the same token, we can't be lying and saying you can live any way you want. You can do whatever you want. It's a free world. Jesus loves you. Surely it doesn't matter what you do because that's not the truth. But see, that's what the devil's telling the whole world. He's telling the whole world, live like you want to work. If it feels good, do it. Oh, it's just a new way. That's an old kind of thing. Old people believe that. 
See, the Bible says that the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The Bible says that he changeth not. He says there's nothing new under the sun. And so the word of God has stood the test of time and will continue to test stand the test of time. The word of God is still the premier authority and the word of God is the truth on which all things are predicated. And we need truth. We need a firm foundation. We need something that doesn't change and does not waver. And so when we begin to look at the word of God, it doesn't matter what you want it to say. It matters what it says. It doesn't matter how it makes you feel. It matters how it teaches you to live. We need to understand that the truth is the word of God is a holy inspired writ by the Holy Spirit that we would have the rules and regulations, the blessings and the promises, the understanding and the commitment, the revelation of the faith and the truth so that we could live faithful, productive, Christian lives as children of God on the front lines in this world to teach a lost and dying world that sin is sin and Jesus came to forgive you of your sins and that you may be a sinner, but that isn't the end of the story because on the cross of Calvary, Jesus Christ poured his blood out willingly to wash away your sins that you might have the opportunity to believe in him and allow him to cleanse you with his righteous, precious, sinless, perfect blood that you may no longer be in this world a slave to sin, but you have opened up your heart, opened up your life to the truth that Jesus loves you, that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun, that there is a life to be lived for Jesus, that godliness is not a suggestion, but godliness is the way that God requires, and godliness is the way to live the life that gives you the abundant life that he said that he came to give you. Not that just you would have life, but that you would have life more abundantly. This is the truth of God. The light of the world is inside of you and he's asking you to be a beacon to those around you so the darkness has to flee in the presence of Jesus. And when we understand this truth, it brings light to what really matters and the facts of the matter. And we understand then that we as sinful, wicked people whose nature is to do the wrong thing, we don't have any reason, ability, capability, or authority to add our opinion to what we think the word of God should have said or rearrange it so it says what we want it to say. No, we are children of God who need to be obedient to the word of God, who need to heed the Holy Spirit within us. And when the Bible says it is sin, it is sin. It doesn't matter what you think about it. And that's sinful Action doesn't change because of popular culture. It's still sin. Stop lying to yourself. In John chapter 8, verse 32, he says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Because when we come to the understanding that our lives are going to be lived and given account for our lives for Christ, 
and that we need to understand what the scripture says and what the Lord requires of us. When we understand the truths of the Bible, we have a freedom that no one else has because we have an understanding that we are loved beyond condition, that we are loved without measure, that our mind can't comprehend the grace and the mercy and the love and the goodness of God that not only pours itself out upon us, but chases after us that we might be the children of God that he would want us to be. And he gives us 1 John 1, 9 to confess our sins. And he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we but just seek him and heed the truth. Because the Bible says in Proverbs 12, 17, that he that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. You see, we need to seek truth and be willing to see it for what it is. And truth is Jesus. In John chapter 16 and verse 13, he says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. The Holy Spirit within us speaks things that are only in sync with the word of God. The God that we serve is the one true living God, and he will lead you where you are supposed to go. And everything he asks you to do will be in perfect harmony with every word he's written from Genesis to Revelations. Every assignment he gives you, he will supply your every need. But you've got to see the truth for what truth is. And truth is a delineated line that God has written in his word, he is spoken with his body. He is living with every breath that it is truth. And he doesn't need your approval. He doesn't need your opinion. And none of that matters because the truth of God will stand the test of time. It is what we will be judged by. And it is what will give us the freedom to call him Lord, to love him, to live the perfect life through the power of God, by the grace and mercy of Jesus, that he asks us to live. He doesn't ask us to be perfect. He asks us to be perfect in him. You see, 2 John 1.4 says this, I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth, as we have received a commandment from the Father. As we begin to unpack the many ways that we as Christians open up the door for the devil to step into our lives and to take a stronghold into our families, our businesses, our minds, our peace, our joy, we have to start at the very beginning and understand a couple of things. One, truth doesn't vary. It is sure and absolute, and truth is Jesus. Secondly, we're in a battle, and you need to recognize your opponent, but don't hang your head low. We've already won the battle. I've read the back of the book. We just need to choose to walk in truth. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you.
Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Girl